Hey, how's it going out there? I'm back. It is Sunday night, October 7th, 2018 still. And uh, it's also fall. So I, uh, I went out tonight and I got myself some eggnog because I love it. I enjoy eggnog. And um, so I'm just sitting back, relaxing, talking to you guys and having my eggnog sipping on it. So you might just hear me sip a little bit. I'll try to be ladylike about it, but you could, you might hear a little sip every now and then or a lip smack. Hope it's not too annoying. But uh, anyway, so um, tonight I wanted to talk about um, something that's very, very common in skin disorders, something that I see literally, literally every day, sometimes twice a day, um, and it's called rosacea, and a lot of people have it, mostly, mostly it's on the lighter side of the Fitzpatrick scale in skin tones, however, it is possible for people in the darker spectrums to get it as well, um, but it's mostly, you know, people of very light you know, fair skin, fair tone to the skin. Um, now, there are also a lot of other things that can mimic rosacea to the, to the laid person. Like, um, you know, you might think you have it because your cheeks are red. Well, first thing you got to do is look at your family because even though they say they don't know for sure, for sure, if it's genetic or not, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Once again, I'll say it, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a doctor either, blah, blah, blah. But I have some clinical, you know, um, experience. And uh, from my experience, I have clients that are mother, daughter, this, that. And it seems to run in the family somewhere. Either the father has it, if it's a daughter, mother. I don't, I haven't noticed it much on boys. A little bit, though. There is it's definitely out there and I don't know what the science is on that so I'm not proclaiming to know anything about that but I guess too you know most of my most of my clients are women I do have a lot of men for facials though a lot of men young men acne whatever but anyway let's get back to the rosacea so um so yeah rosacea you know uh, like a lot of things mimic it too so you got to be careful you got to make sure that you're not one of these people, like, there are people out there who have, like, OCD with their skin, and, like, they have to just scrub it, and they see every little thing that's on it, and every little thing that's wrong with it. They even see things sometimes that are not even there. <laughs> like, I've noticed that. Like, they'll be like, oh, I have this blackhead over here. Can you check it? Can you check it? And I give them a mirror and everything to look. Show me where it is. They show me. I'm looking through a 500-time magnification loop, and I'm seeing zero zero <laughs> so um you know there are people out there that have ocd with the skin and they just they either pick at it or they just over exfoliate it because they never feel like it's really clean enough it's like a whole disorder so just be careful that you're not one of those people first because if you're doing that that's a whole different that has nothing to do with rosacea and it's just what you have to do there is just leave your skin alone because when you're doing that and you're just irritating the skin so badly that it's inflaming and then it's like it can't you know repair itself fast enough because you're just in there all the time scrubbing 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 
You can't do that. You will take off the acid mantle, which is the natural barrier for the skin against infection, against toxins. So you cannot overexfoliate the skin like that. You need to take it easy. And if you have sensitive skin, or definitely if you have rosacea, you should be using what's called an enzymatic exfoliator. And that is an exfoliator that you just put on the skin, literally. You, you might even dab it on or something. And then you just wait a few minutes and you gently wash it off. You don't scrub. There's no friction. There's nothing. It's enzymes. So they go in there and they eat away at the bonds between the dead skin, which are called decimates. And they eat away at those. And then they break it, you know, they break off. And then you wipe it off and it comes off. The dead skin gets removed. So, um, you know, and another thing that's really important for both people who are over exfoliating and people with rosacea is that you have to hydrate the skin and hydrate the skin, not just moisturize it, hydrate it. Moisturizer is a heavier cream. Usually it's like a, you know, it's more viscous. So it's more emollient is what it really is. So you need like, you know, a hydrator, like something with hyaluronic acid in it that's going to bring hydration, bring moisture to your skin. And that goes for everyone. Like it's literally necessary in the skin for everyone. Everyone. Acneic skin benefits from it because the balance of the water and the oil in the skin has to be correct. Um, you know, uh, aging skin because it helps plump up the skin and keep it, you know, plump. And then the hyaluronic acid molecules actually hold on to the water, you know, that they grab from, from the atmosphere and they hold on to it and they stay on the skin and they hold on to the water and that makes your skin hydrated, right? Because we all have things called, uh, something called trans epidermal water loss, which is like, we're actually losing water all the time out of our skin. That's why we have to hydrate all the time. We have to constantly be hydrating because as we're hydrating, we're losing. So when you put on a good hydrator, and then you can even put on like a good moisturizer, like a, with a sunblock in it over that, and that's going to, you know, like kind of lock everything in, right? And a hydrating toner doesn't hurt either. I'm not huge on toners at all, really, to be honest with you, but there are toners out there that like um, add to the skin's health. It does. It's not just... It's not like stripping anything away or astringent or something like that. It's, it's like, you know, hydrating or it might have vitamin C in it or something like that. It's good for the skin. So you could always add that in. And the nice thing about those are, you know, if you feel hot or something, you can just, you know, spray those right over your makeup and they mist usually. So they're not going to ruin your makeup or anything. And they just bring hydration constantly to the skin, which also can be used like a little finishing spray after your makeup, a good toner with like a hydrating toner or a vitamin C toner. Kind of just helps set everything, you know? You put your powder on and everything, and then you just spray a little bit of that, mist it right onto your skin, and it just really sets everything in. Um, so anyway, back to, back to rosacea. Um, so rosacea, yeah, it's like, you know, you get like flushed in the cheek area, in the nose area, in the chin, in the forehead. Um, it might happen like after you drink alcohol, it could happen when you get embarrassed, it could, but like not like a little blushing, like really red, you know, you could see it. 
Um, it could happen when you're exposed to the sun for too long. It could happen when um, you're like exposed to any kind of heat. You work out too hard. It could start flaring up. Okay, so you don't want rosacea to keep flaring up. It's not healthy for your skin. All right, and there are things, there is no cure for it yet, but there are things that can totally control it. And that's what you need to do. You need to control the rosacea because if you don't control it, you know, it gets worse over time. So good for you. Like I have people tell me, well, it doesn't, my, well, before I tell them the facts, <laughs> um, they'll tell me like, you know, well, my rosacea doesn't bother me. I like it. Or, you know, they get offense, defensive because I understand, like, I don't get offended by it because I understand. It's like someone, you know, even though they're coming to me for advice, like that's why they're coming to me. They, it's offensive. It, it hurts for a second when someone's telling you something about yourself that bothers you. And, you know, they're like pointing it out in a way. It's hurtful. But that's not what I'm there to do. I'm there to help. You know, and by the time I'm done, they, they obviously realize that, you know, I'm, I'm just there to help. And uh, most people, I'm going to say 99.9999, you know, then just open up and understand that I'm about to tell them something that's going to help them. That's going to take that red away. Alright, so it's good for you. That's great. If you have a good self-esteem and it doesn't bother you, that's great. I love that about you. But at the same time, it's not healthy for your skin to have that keep happening. So um, you need to get like a nice anti-redness serum, a good one. Um, it might cost you a little buck. It might cost you about, you know, could cost anywhere from 80 to to $100 or over a little bit. But it's going to be good for your skin because you're going to put it on. And if it's a good one, it's going to go all the way down to the nerve endings of the skin. It's going to just calm the skin down from that, that level. All right? And then you're going to put your sunblock over that. And that's going to protect you from the heat and the rays of the sun that are going to exacerbate and, and make your rosacea worse. Okay? And when I say the rosacea is going to get worse, I don't just mean... Oh, today I have a rosacea flare-up. If I don't wear my sunblock today, it's going to get worse. No, I mean over time, letting it flare like that damages the skin, okay? And also tells the skin that it's damaged. So it starts to thicken and try to build collagen and elastin to protect. And it might even throw out more melanin to protect. So now after a long period of time of just ignoring it, the skin might just stay inflamed like that and... You know, maybe very little that could be done. It's like almost like it's um, uh, scarred, you know, because just from so many times of inflaming, 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 it builds up like scar tissue almost, like scarring. So, you know, and then the skin gets very thick and then it gets like these pustules in it. You know, it really just doesn't like what's going on. So you need to stop it, you know, stop it where it's happening. So that it doesn't continually damage your skin. Alright? As far as overexfoliation, especially for fair skinned people, anybody's gonna get irritated by that. Number one, throw the brushes away because I don't give a beep what, you know, what's going on there. I don't agree with brushes for your face in in any way, shape, or form. I don't care if it's the best. I don't care if it's five hundred dollar brush, you know. Uh I don't care what it is. It's not 
sterile. And even if they give you, like somebody told me, oh, they give you a liquid. No, I don't want that liquid on my skin. I don't want that stuff on my skin. I don't like brushes on the skin. I don't think it's a good idea. Because no matter how, how soft that brush is, it's still harder than your skin. And what happens when something's harder than something? It scratches or damages it. So what it's doing is it's making microscopic cuts in the skin. And it's just not necessary. And for darker skin people, darker tones, uh, just constantly doing that thing is going to like make your skin think that it's being damaged. And it's going to start to darken if you don't wear a sunblock every day. So, no, I don't believe in that. But anyway, so if you have rosacea, you need an enzymatic exfoliator that's your best bet also you should use like a cream cleanser instead of using like um a foaming cleanser you know so again we're trying to avoid friction as much as we can and the thing with the cream cleanser a good cream cleanser is that it will leave the skin you know more hydrated more soft it's very gentle you just put it on and it dissolves all that stuff and then you just wipe it off and um, you literally just wipe it off. And then you could tone a little bit if you want. With a cream cleanser, I do like to tone after. Because it does kind of leave, you know, like we want that hydration from it. And in fact, you could cream cleanse your skin. And then you could, um, like, you know, leave it for a little bit if you have some time. Like you do it at night. You know, half an hour, you're going to stay up. Just leave it, leave it on there. And then just like, you know, kind of take it off. And then just tone it. And, you know, like it'll absorb all that moisture for a little bit. And also with your moisturizers, especially your night creams, in the wintertime, especially when they're more emollient, um, you could put them on like a light mask and just walk around the house for like an hour before you go to bed. And then, you know, rub the remainder of it in before you go to bed. And that's going to give you a nice deep hydration. And again, that's good for all skin types. Okay, except for oily skin. Like, you could still do it, but when you have oily skin, you don't really want too many moisturizers that for night that are like heavy heavy moisturizers but if you have rosacea if you you know you tend to be dehydrated dry all those things you know you want a little bit a little bit heavier night cream in the in the uh in the nighttime especially in the winter months all right and then um other things that you can do to help your skin and the health of it in the winter months is like um put a humidifier in the house if you don't you know if you have like um it's a heat called you know what it's called that heat that goes all through your house i can't think of the name of it somebody's screaming it at me right now but i can't think of it oh central heat hello well if you have central heat it's usually very dry heat so um you know you you could even literally even take just a bowl of like distilled water and just put it next to your bed and literally it will you know um, dissipate into the air and put some humidity into the air. But if not, you could get like a vaporizer or, you know, a humidifier of some kind. You could get like a um, essential oil, you know, humidifier type of thing, but like the ones with the water vapor. They have all different kinds of stuff out there to humidify the air. You want to humidify the air. Uh, the showers, bring them down a notch. I know it's so nice to have a hot, hot shower, especially in the winter. But, like, if you bring it down to warm, at least, it's going to be a lot better for your skin. Okay? Watch what you're doing to your whole body in the shower. Like, are you using harsh um, uh, soaps, 
detergents on your skin. Be careful of that stuff, you know? It's very drying to the skin. Like, I think we really forget a lot of times that the skin literally is one of our organs. It just happens to be on the outside of the body. So would you, would you like, if you could take out your, you know, your kidney or your liver, would you like, would you soak them in um, alcohol? No. <laughs> you know, because... You know, would you be like, oh, well, I could see it, so it doesn't matter. Let me soak it in, in some alcohol. No. So why would you abuse your skin, you know? It's literally an organ, so got to make sure it's hydrated. Got to make sure it's exfoliated. Help it along. Got to make sure it's protected with the sunblock. Got to make sure you get checked once a year by the derm. Make sure nothing silly is going on that could kill you eventually, you know, if you let it go. Um, another thing with that, though, you know, like, if you think you see something let's say in your nose or whatever it doesn't look you know, it just looks weird it's like looks flaky and kind of pearly looking like little pearly nodules on it and uh, it might even have like little, little veins in it or something that could be could be could be a basal cell carcinoma so you know you should go get a check because it could be that and if it is chances are it's it's okay like they're gonna do something the only bad thing about that is sometimes they have to do where they have to like um really take like a nice chunk out because they want to make sure they get everything but you know it basal cell is the most common skin cancer and it's the least possible of being deadly so you know just go get checked out you know whenever you can just do your best to get checked out by a dermatologist it's a good idea because your doctor your regular doctor does not know the skin like a dermatologist would know the skin okay it's a specialist he knows something about skin he took you know, maybe he took a year or, you know, six months on skin. But a dermatologist is like, you know, has a degree in that. So, go see a dermatologist. All right? So, yeah, so when it comes to rosacea, things you want to try to avoid are sun exposure, stress, okay? And since we can't avoid stress, we can minimize stress. So, do things to minimize stress. Maybe guided meditations. Maybe sniffing some lavender oil might be for you. Maybe um, listening to some soft music. Uh, maybe, you know, having um, a nice cup of, I don't know, tea that you like, uh, herbal tea, and just soaking your feet. Like, whatever it is, just try to de-stress. Take a nice hot bath, some Epsom salts. Go get a massage for yourself. Go get a foot reflexology um, for yourself. Like, go do something for yourself. Go get a facial for yourself, you know? Just try to de-stress. And, um, yeah, if you have rosacea, you should be able to go get a facial from any uh, good esthetician. Um, we work with skin with rosacea. That's what we do. That's why we are estheticians. And um, we know what to do and not to do. So you can feel safe as long as someone has a good reputation and, you know, comfortable to go and get a facial. Because they're actually good for you. They help build collagen and elastin. They're bringing circulation. And all these things are good for your rosacea. All right? And um, so, yeah, you want an anti-redness serum. You want a sunblock. You want great hydration. Okay? You want um, uh, you want to avoid, like, overworking out because it's going to make you flare. You want to avoid over-excessive alcohol intake. going to make you flare. You want to be careful about products that you're using on your skin. Make sure there's nothing too, too harsh in them. All right? will make you flare, like salicylic acids, some glycolics too, a little bit too much for rosacea. 
things with lactic acid you might be able to get away with. And in fact, they might actually help build some collagen and elastin and actually make the skin stronger in the long run. So don't be so afraid of those. Um, and uh, what else? Um, what else have I said? I said, I said alcohol, so alcohol intake is definitely a big one. Uh, of course, when you get embarrassed, you're probably going to get pretty red. Um, you know, so there's a few triggers that um, you could try. Oh, spicy foods is a big one. I know a lot of people love them, but, you know, they could trigger the rosacea. Um, so really, that's, you know, that's most of the triggers for rosacea. Um, and, uh, yeah, so just... Try to get it under control. Your anti-redness serum, a nice cream cleanser, good hydration, a good toner if you like, and then, um, you know, and then cosmetically wise, if you want to get rid of the rosacea, you know, while it's healing or whatever you want to call it, um, just make sure you moisturize the skin first, and then you can put a dab on in the red areas. Just dab, dab, dab. You could even use like... Um, a uh, blender, you know, but use the ones that you throw away because I don't believe in those things either, just constantly using them over and over again. I don't care if you quote-unquote wash them. They're not being sterilized. <laughs> so buy the ones that you throw away, the little sponges if you want, and just dab, 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 and wet those, by the way. Always wet those. Wet them, wring them out, then dab them in your concealer green, and dab, 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 and then blend it in well. And then you can go back with your flesh color, whatever your color matches you of a concealer, and then your foundation over that. And then it will, for a much longer period, it will not let that red come through your foundation. And then you put your setting powder over it too. All right? So, um, yeah. So, you know, rosacea is a skin disorder. There is no cure for it as of right now. There's lots and lots of help out there for it, though, to um, keep the symptoms to you know a very minimum so don't suffer with it you know just go and see someone either see a great esthetician or go see you know um a dermatologist if you feel it's really getting out of control you know there's no reason to suffer just help out there so uh yeah i'm gonna say good night for now and uh i hope that you have a good evening and um me, I'm going to go hit up some Netflix right now, some of my favorite shows. Not sure which ones yet. See when I get in there. But um, I'm going to make myself a nice cup of tea. Soak my feet. That one sounded good to me when I said it. Yeah. Alright guys. Hope that you have a great night. And uh, it's great to talk to you. Remember, it's your skin. But it's my passion.